Captain Austin Podcast. Matthew, can you hear me? Yes. Awesome. Hey, man, I appreciate you doing the show. For sure, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's uh, outside of my inner circle. You're our first official interview on the show, man. So it's kind of a big milestone for us. So I appreciate it. This was kind of a something we wanted to do kind of on the side, um, you know, outside of my close friends who had kind of been on the show. So we kind of wanted to interview interesting people around town or people who kind of have a local decent social media following. So, um, yeah, man, again, I appreciate you in the show. Um, I just, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Tell me like, congrats. I was just, um, happy to hop on and whatever. Um, yeah. And that's cool. I I looked into you guys a little bit. Sounds like you're born and raised here in town. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm from here originally was born in Austin. Um, grew up here. Uh, I lived in, I've never lived anywhere else, uh, oddly enough, but I did live in San Marcos, uh, for school. Uh, to finish up my degree, but I, uh, which I almost, I almost kind of feel like is just an extension of Austin at this point. So it's <laughs> kind of the same thing in my opinion, but um, I've, yeah, I just, I grew up here my mom moved here in the eighties to go to college and she never left. And uh, yeah, that's kind of how I came about. And uh, you know, that was kind of back in the glory days, so to speak, before it got real corporate and uh yeah, I mean, Austin's a great town. I kind of have a love-hate relationship with it at this point because it's changed so much. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just it's, it's my hometown. My uh, family's here. I have a good network of friends here. It's just it's kind of hard to leave it. So For sure, man. I'm good, in the... good, good job market here, too. So, I mean, there's a reason why everybody's moving here. So it's like it was just there was no really incentive for me to ever leave. So, yeah, for sure, man. I'm in the same boat. I, uh Parents both graduated from Texas State, and then uh, I graduated from Austin High School, born and raised my whole life. So I've uh, seen it change, you know, like you. And so I uh, I used to be more bitter about it, but now I'm like, you know, I work, you know, custom home builds. So now I'm like, bring it on, man. It's uh, right. It's cool to be from a town that now, you know, the people who have endless money can live anywhere, choose to live here. So, yeah. you know, I've, it, it's, it's kind of grown on me, to be honest. You know, it's kind of cool to it's 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 crazy that you just like happen to be from a town that's now like the town in the nation to live in so it's exactly um, you know it is what it is yeah it, it trips me out sometimes man it's just i think what what blows my mind the most it just is how quickly the progression happened mm-hmm. is so i finished school uh about 10 years ago and when i moved back kind of in that you know 2009 2010 era that was really before the boom like really happened. I mean, that's still when the economy was still kind of bad from the, mm-hmm. the, the housing crisis kind of in that 08, 09 period. And I mean, the job market wasn't super great. It was hard to find like a good paying job, like right out of school. And I mean, rent was still cheap back then. Um, but yeah, it's just the progression has happened. I really think in my opinion, where I started to notice the, the change was, 2014 is when I kind of just start to notice the tipping point a little bit Mm -hmm. because I was living in South Austin at the time. I live kind of north now, a little bit past the domain. But yeah, man, it just the traffic. It was crowded. It was like no matter what time of day, you know, Mm -hmm. 35 was chaos. 
it was just something happened around that 2014 2015 era where there was just like this influx it was like a gold rush at the time i think Mm -hmm. it still is but that's when i really really started to notice it yeah for sure but uh yeah i mean I'm, i'm with you man it's kind of bittersweet i think it's cool to see the growth and it's kind of like as as kids like you and I who grew up here, we knew this was a special place. Um, Mm -hmm. And so just seeing how it's kind of caught on, like the secrets out now, it is, it is a little bittersweet, man. Yeah, that's for sure. But you know, just the way it goes, you know, not not much you can do about it either, you know, just hop on the ride and try on the wave and try to enjoy it or, you know yeah (laughs) for sure for sure i agree (laughs) and it's like i mean everybody's moving here so it's almost kind of just like i i've always kind of flirted with the idea of leaving but uh it's just hard man i I have a good job here my friends are here it's just when it's just once you establish a network somewhere and and it's really just hard to kind of kind of get out of it exactly that's how i've always been on my roots are here you know it's just i just and the more I work and the more I do, the more it just, you can't really leave, you know, (laughs) it'd be stupid too. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, man, I kind of wanted to learn about how you got into photography uh, and sort of how that came about and tell us a little bit about like your background. Yeah, for sure. I, um, you know, for me, photography started on the iPhone, like a lot of people. And um, I just, you know, I took a trip to Iceland and, got a couple of cool photos on my phone. I was like, you yeah, know, this is fun. Like I just, I liked taking the pictures as much as like being there. And so I got back and I was like, I think I'm going to pick up a camera and just give it a shot. So I bought like a $600 camera, you know, kind of baseline, but enough of a professional camera where you have to, you know, learn all the settings and, you know, figure it out. And so um, I, I did that and just instantly, I just, I fell in love with it. Um, and before photography, you know, I always enjoyed the outdoors, but I wasn't like a hardcore hiker. Um, I didn't come from a family that's like hiking the Appalachian Trail together or anything like that. You know, my dad would take me fishing and that's about as far as it went as far as um, the outdoors with my family. And but once I got the camera, it was um, I don't know, it just changed me for me. I kind of leaned towards like landscapes and nature type of things. And so I just started mm-hmm. hiking more and it really kind of un. un- unraveled my passion for the outdoors really and just um from there it just kind of took off and um yeah I just I fell in love with the YouTube videos you know just started watching those and it slowly started making sense and um started to kind of get the hang of it and that's what led into with Hike Austin um was the photography came and I was got pretty handy at it and I was like you know maybe I could do some guided like hiking trips with people, just like take them out on the trail and do photos of them, family photos, that sort of thing. And so I started looking around at usernames and saw that Hike Austin on Instagram was open and then hikeaustin.com was open. I was like, man, this is crazy. How in the world is this open? It's so like gobbled those, those up and, yeah, absolutely. Started, and started the account, you know, but it was really just kind of started with the iPhone taking pictures and that led to the camera, which led to me just really be hiking all the time, you know, and that led to the idea and <clears throat> it just kind of snowballed from there. And, um, and now it's just photography is just a huge, a huge portion of my life. It's, um, I just never go anywhere without the camera. And it, um, it's constantly just incentivizing me to go outside and go get new shots, go hike. And, you know, it's just different with photography. There's a trail you haven't done. To me, it's like, have I captured that trail? And the seasons always change. So I always wanted to go back to new places. And so it was just like, um, 
a whole nother avenue to the outdoors for me. It was like another layer to it. Uh, it's not just hiking right. you're, you're doing, but you know, so all this comes together and, um, and yeah, and that's just kind of what led to hike Austin. Cause hike Austin is kind of a combination of like hiking info and then also just the best photography I can find of these Austin gyms that we have. Austin, but the same time that hike Austin really started to take off was the same time in my personal life. I landed a partnership with a custom home builder. And it's, you know, a real great opportunity for me. And so that has just been going crazy. And so I've had Hike Austin kind of on the back burner, so to speak, for yeah. quite a long time up until recently, um, just because like my personal career was taking off and it was just an Instagram account I started, you know, and people think that Hike Austin, there's this team, I get messages all the time that's, hello team, Do you remember, it's like, it's just me, I'm just a dude who loves hiking and started posting other people's photos. And yeah. so um and now it's changing a little bit you know there's a business to be had and so i, I want to um expand on things but you know just a day at a time right now yeah man that's that's super impressive i mean that's how it always kind of starts right with some of these like really cool ideas is is you think of a kind of just a catchy name or like a slogan you go by the domain lock down the instagram page and i mean that's just kind mm-hmm. of the era we live in now and you can slowly build from there i mean that's kind of even what we've done with the podcast is like we have the instagram name we haven't done anything with the website yet but yeah we're just kind of um you know slowly trying to build the brand and get it out there so yeah i definitely can relate to you on that i think it's um i mean that's a super catchy slogan hike austin so i mean that was bound mm-hmm. to just kind of catch catch on and it was like i started it um a little over two years ago and i think there's like hiking was like in all of a sudden. It was like, a, I don't know if it's a fad or if it's here to stay. COVID's definitely really progressed things too, but yeah. it's almost like it just all of a sudden was like hiking was cool. And it's not like it never, it wasn't, but it just like, it almost was like mainstream. It's like you're going through Facebook and it's just, I don't know, it, you see more advertising. It just, it seemed yeah. like in the last few years, it's just, so that's helped. And when I started the account, it's like, I grew up in Austin, but growing up here, you're not like this, me and like me buddies were my buddies were like trying to drink beer and like hang out we weren't hiking in high school and college and all that you know and so it wasn't until photography on that when I really started actually hiking every trail in Austin when I started the account I was like am I even going to be able to find enough photos how many places in Austin can you even hike I mean can you even like is there enough content to even run an account like this right um and so like the more I did the more I learned of all these obscure places and how many parks there are and so at the beginning i'd say my my level of local austin hiking was you know just like your normal local pretty basic unless you're like a hardcore hiker and then um as the time goes on and i just did a lot, a lot of research and just you get tagged on all stuff and paying attention so now if i see a photo i kind of challenge myself i can nine times out of ten if i see a photo i know where it's at before having to check a location or anything but yeah some place like bull creek barton creek those can get kind of close but um you know it's kind of blown my own mind over the last two years me really realizing how many places there are on these little neighborhood trails i don't really post about them but i still see them and just there's so many hidden gems in this area and there's a tremendous amount of places i don't post about just so i don't want the traffic going there. if it's your little neighborhood park you know it doesn't need to be on hike austin um in my opinion but yeah. yeah I, I, now that we're at this stage, at the beginning, I was a little more willy nilly with it, but um, now I can see that there's a influence um, to these trails, and so I've pretty I've limited the areas I post to make sure they can handle and want you know the traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, man. I've, I've been really, I mean, I was going through the Instagram and I've, I've been super impressed. So I like some of the photos on there. So when you started it, right, let's, let's talk a little bit about the uh, history of the page itself. When you started it, you were, I'm assuming just posting photos that you were taking. Now are people able to submit photos and they're able to like, you like, I guess like maybe you choose the content that goes on the page. Cause that's not all of yours. Correct. Correct. So 99% of it is not mine. And even at the very beginning, 99% of it was not mine. Um, and so before I started the account, I was posting on Instagram and there's another Instagram account called Instagram Texas. And they're like almost 300,000 followers, huge account. And they were, um, allowing guest hosts where you can come on and post on the page and they were accepting new applicants. And so I got accepted. And so I learned how these accounts work where they're using other people's content um, and just posting it. And so through that account, I kind of got some experience with it. And then when High Gossip came, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to post other people's photos, um, give them all the credit because it belongs totally to the person who took it um, and then give some useful information and not like the, the red tape, legal jargon if you go to the state park website can be bland and so i tried to like be a little more personable with it and not in and each post you know i'll i don't give all the information like it's a little bit so over time of following the page i hope you kind of learn about these places but you can't put it all in one so um at the beginning i just yeah i was just i'd go to like walnut creek find the location figure out what i want to say and then I would scroll through the tag on instagram the location and just find a photo that caught my eye and post it um and that's basically the same way i do it till today i go through the hike austin hashtag or if i'm like hey i haven't posted enchanted rock for a while i have a bunch of saved photos of ones i've just seen um but i'll go to the location i'll go to the hashtags and just find the best photo this is what catches my it's not necessarily the best photo it's just what i'm feeling basically it's just totally yeah. cur curated by me and there's not a lot of rhyme or reason to it people can send me messages with their photos the easiest way is just to tag it um because i'll see all of that um, you can send it to me, but I'm, I pay attention, you know, so it's, and I follow a lot of like the real popular kind of landscape photographer types, but, um, you know, I just try to make sure it's a real quality photo and it doesn't have to be a professional camera. Some of the most, actually the most liked photo on the page, um, was all iPhone. So it's really just right place, right time, right angle, made a great shot, catches my eye. I throw a description on it, post it. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, and it's been like that since day one. I haven't really changed um, my approach, and now the content's a little easier. You know, it's when I first started, hike ATX and hike Austin, both those hashtags each had about twelve hundred posts, and now the hike Austin tag is well over twelve thousand, and the hike ATX I still think is below five. So it's like once oh, the page wow. started to grow, the content just kind of came to me. I didn't have to do so much hunting for it. Um, right. But at the beginning, yeah, it was a, a lot. It was a ton of my time curating the best content that I could find because um, every photo to me just it has to a good photo to me just makes you stop and look at it you know and it's like if you're, if you're just scrolling through your phone photo after photo I just try to find those photos that there's just something about it when you look at it you just want to keep looking at it even if it's two seconds instead of one second it's just there's something about it and so that's really all I look for to be honest <laughs> Yeah. So you said you started Hike Austin two years ago, the Instagram page? I started it November 20th, 2018. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome, man. You've definitely grown that page into a, a monster. I mean, I think it's going to just continue to grow and, and keep progressing. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, 
How did um, – so I wanted to ask you a little bit about this. So you're on the uh, – are you on the West Cave? And tell me if I'm saying this right, the West Cave Advisory Board or what? what's the correct nomenclature for that? Yeah, so West Cave's a nonprofit. And so we operate – you know, there's like a full staff there and an executive director who's an awesome guy who, if you need guests in the outdoor world, he's terrific. Um, and then there's the board of directors. And so the board of directors – technically are the ones at like the highest level of the preserve there's like the finance committee development committee executive committee and though so those are people that are of influence or reach or certain dynamics that fit west cave and you get um there's an interview process and you serve a three-year term and there's positions and you know and so it's basically the board of directors um that run west cave and um it's a lot of really really interesting folks we have attorneys landowners there's um a cave scientist there's a proper name for it but this really interesting guy from the university of texas um we have researcher i mean there's just it's a tremendous group of people um i'm shocked i'm on it to be honest yeah you know, I, uh, can i ask you how that I came just about kinda, like how you ended up for yeah. sure yeah so west cave was the uh i first went there on an elementary school field trip to me my favorite place in austin hands down that that's my spot um very protected you have to go on a guided tour and um, you know, we could have a whole podcast just about that place, but, um, right when I started hike Austin, I went on a guided tour there, like your normal one, there's like 25 people. This was pre COVID. And I had my camera with me. It was kind of hard to get the shot I wanted because there's just people, you know, and it just wasn't really meant for photography in that sense. And so I sent like three months campaigning to West Cave saying, Hey, let me bring out a group of photographers through hike Austin and whatever photos we take, we'll give to you. And finally, you know, Trevor got the message and was like, I'd love to have you guys out. And so I, we went out, did that. It was a huge success. I selfishly just wanted to go take photos, but it ended up being a huge success of photos. <laughs> got, a got a ton of press for West Cave. It got them landed in like a full page story on Alaska Airline, like in the in-flight magazine. There's like a whole West Cave thing with the photography from our trip. And so it's just like uh, the bookings shot up. It was like a, a, a shot in the arm for West Cave. And so and they credited it all to me when I was like, dude, I'm just trying to take photos. And it just happened to work, you know? And so, um, you know, I, and I handpicked like some really talented people to go. And so it just, I, I knew we'd get some cool shots and that went well. A few weeks later, I text Trevor and I was like, Hey, can I just, I'd love to come to West Cave with you sometime. So he invited me to go on a hike with him. You know, he's the director and I got to know him a little more and he found out, you know, I'm a custom home builder for a living. And that kind of plays into some things there um and so i went online to their website to sign up to become a member and there's you can become a member there it's like 120 dollars a year and you get some perks it's a pretty cool program they have but out next to there was board member or board of directors and i saw the people and it was like harvard attorney ceo of dell children's so it was like all these like that's some high cotton you know yeah. and so i i called trevor one day and was like just on a total whim you know and said hey if you guys would ever like to have me on the board or if I could throw my hat in the ring, if there's a social media advisor position, I said, I have no idea how boards work, but if there's a spot for me, I want to be on it. And he was basically like, dude, we'd love to have you, but the board's my boss. You got to talk to them. And so set up an interview and went through the process and they invited me to join them. And so I'm serving my, my first three-year term and I joined the finance committee last month. Um, and since then, I brought out, you know, tons of photographers through Hike Austin. And then I purposely brought out an influencer group where I just like reached out to the biggest accounts I could through Hike Austin and invited them for a private showing. 
and I had about 10 people of just like food bloggers and different people out there. It was, it was about 750,000 worth of followers wow. between the 10 people that I brought out. Um, and we just had a great time and took some photos and we all had a blast. And that gained West Cave like a thousand followers in 24 hours, sold out all of their open guided tours. I mean, it was just like a huge success. And so I feel like I just keep working out on these things. It's like these things, uh, I don't know what's yeah. going on. I'm uh, I'm just putting it out there and things keep landing in my lap and I'm just trying to take advantage, you know? Yeah. So, um, and so that's kind of my role with West Cave. I, I do a lot. I'm, to me, it's kind of an unknown place and it's next door to Hamilton Pool and everyone knows Hamilton Pool. Right. So I'm, camp- I'm campaigning um, for people to ask, where's Hamilton Pool? And they say next to West Cave, you know? And so that's, uh, that's my goal. And I'm trying to put it on the map where it deserves to be with the nature spaces in Austin. Yeah. I think it's cool that you just kind of asked the guy and told him and said, Hey, I'd love to do this. I think some people, and I know this is a kind of a sidebar, but when I think when it comes to certain opportunities in life, you'd be shocked how many doors open when you just ask for them. I think a lot of people like to just sort of wait for opportunity to come to them sometimes, but man, mm-hmm. I've had a lot of, you know, situations like that in life where sometimes you just have to ask and believe it or not, you'd be shocked sometimes what the response is going to be. So I think the, um, I think the most important thing my dad ever taught me was if you don't ask the answers, no. Yeah. And so I've never been afraid to just try something, fail, whatever, just ask, just put yourself out there. Yeah. And I mean, the, the custom home builder I'm working, I'm working with, um, I asked if I could work for him and now I'm partners with him, Yeah, you know, because I just, and so it's just, um, yeah, I I couldn't agree more words to live by. I mean, hi, Austin. It just, it's just trying, just put yourself out there, just give it a shot, give it a whirl and just let it be known. I mean, if, if if Trevor, the director at Westgate, if I never asked him, how would he have ever known I would have been interested in it? Absolutely. And so, yeah, it's just, uh, I couldn't agree more. Just if there's anything someone has an interest in, just, you just got to ask. Yeah. And just kind of network with the right people too, man. I mean, networking is so important Mm -hmm. as you obviously know. I just think a lot of people, you can't, with the kind of era we live in today with social media, I mean, people are so accessible. And if you are interested in pursuing, uh, you know, a business opportunity or a hobby, uh, to your point, you just really have to kind of reach out to the right people. And, and I wanted to actually ask you about West Cave a little bit. So I, you know, growing up here, um, obviously I had always heard about it. I've never mm-hmm. checked it out because I, that's, just kind of wanted to double check. That's not something that's open to the public, correct? You have to schedule that with what you correct. And so West Cave, um, what you think of West Cave, what like you see all the pictures of is like the grotto, like there's an actual cave there. Um, it's like this gorgeous um, waterfall and the, it's just, it's spectacular, but that's like a 24 acre section of the preserve. And there's an additional about 60 acres called the uplands, which is just like a, like a, yeah, hill country trail kind of through the prairie it's beautiful but it's not like for hardcore hikers or compared to the grotto it's just like an average hill country hike they have a pollinator garden there's some ada sections through there that you don't have to make a reservation for um but to go down to the grotto which you want which everyone wants to do you do have to make a tour and so west cave um is technically owned by lcra so the so west cave bought the property and then gave it to LCRA and then LCRA gave it, uh, gave a hundred year lease back to West Cave for a dollar. And I think that's how that works. And so wow. it's, it's owned by LCRA. 
but it's governed uh, federally because of the Pauconis Canyon Lands um, Preserve for the Golden Sheik Wobbler, the endangered species um, of bird that lives in the cedar trees or um, mates in the cedar trees. They, they migrate, but um, so the land there is federally protected. It's also governed by LCRA. Um, and there's something else I'm missing too. So like to go down, to, so if you trespass on West Cave, it's a federal, it's federal trespassing. It's a, wow. like a bigger charge and then normal. And to go down there legally, if I understand correctly, you have to be with either a board member, someone like myself, or one of the guides trained at West Cave. And so it's a very, very protected spot down there. You can only, you have to stay on the trail, one trail in, one trail out. Um, and so there's a lot of history there on why that is. And, you know, we can get into all that. I'd be happy to, but it's, um, it's a very interesting place with a lot of research being done there. And there's a lot of eyes on it, protecting, um, just everything about it. And so it's, uh, not your, not your typical place. Cool, man. Yeah. I, I you know, I'd always kind of heard about it growing up and I, I just never had an opportunity to check it out. I may have to check it out sometime. It sounds like a really beautiful place. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, it just kind of depends. I take folks out there sometimes outside of the, of the guided tours. Um, yeah. it's normally for a purpose, but you know, occasionally I'll take like a group of friends or something like that. And so I'll definitely let you know if, you know, one of those trips comes up and I'd, cool. yeah, I'd like to take you out there. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, that, man. That'd be really cool. Um, where's kind of your, like, I mean, I know you probably don't want to disclose this, maybe not, but where in your opinion, um, where is, well, I'll ask you, where do you think is the best place to hike in Austin? And what is your personal favorite place to hike in Austin? And if you don't want to rebuild a, your favorite, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, that's fine. I um, That's a good question. And so, hmm, the best place, there's a lot of factors. Um <laughs> It probably sounds a little cliche, and I kind of hate saying it, but I, I kind of feel like you have to say the Barton Creek Greenbelt, um, yeah. just because of location, the history, um, the seasonally, whether there's water, there's not water. You know, a lot like right now, a lot of people think it's dry. It's not. It's just dry because you drive over Mopac, and you see it right there, and it's dry. But you go to Hill of Life, and there's pools of crystal clear water, and a lot of people don't realize that. So, um the trails are really interesting. You kind of vary off trail a good bit. And so I kind of feel like that you kind of have to say that answer. Um, yeah. Uh, Pedernales Falls State Park, uh, kind of a, a ways out. That place has some incredible, uh, like legitimate hiking. They have over 30 miles of trails. And so if you like are going and you want to go do a serious hike, you know, I'd probably recommend that Colorado Bend. You kind of have to travel a little bit. Um, but if you just have to pick one, I, you know, I, I hate top 10s and top 15s because it's all dependent on who you are, what you want, what you're looking for. Right, right. You know, but if you have to pick one, I feel like you have to pick Barton Creek. Um, yeah. It's just kind of I think spot. accessibility too, man. I mean, that place, I mean, it's gorgeous. There's no denying that. Mm -hmm. I just think also too, like, it's kind of smack dab in the city more or less. So, I mean, mm -hmm. of course that place is, I mean, that's, I feel like that just by proximity is going to be probably the most popular spot but i mean mm -hmm. it definitely is gorgeous though yeah so that that'd be you know the pick you know bull creek and other classics st edward parks is great but you know and some people would say barton creek and they go hike there and there's road noise and they're like how can you pick that you know so there's, there's so many factors um 
Yeah. But then my personal favorite place to hike, um, I'm going to say West Cave because I have to, and it really is. But, um, yeah. you know, that's then not, that makes sense. <laughs> but outside of West Cave, uh, Balcones Canyonlands, um, the, the Wobbler Vista Trailhead is in Lago Vista. Um, there's about four miles worth of trails there. Um, awesome. Go during the week. You have it to yourself. About 45 minutes from downtown to that trailhead. Um, I used to log, live in Lago Vista. And so I did a lot of trail running there. That was like my go-to. Like To me, that's home. Like I just, I like hiking out there. It's not pretty hill country views. They're not the best to be had. But to me, that that's like my spot. Um, and then they have yeah. another trailhead called Doskin Ranch, which is near Oatmeal, Texas, about another 25 minutes down the road on the other side because the, the preserve there's 33,000 acres and so you can hike a very small portion on either end of it um and i just absolutely love both of those two trailheads and so um you'll get away from the road noise you'll kind of get away from a lot of the people um and to me i just when i go out there you feel like you're in a different part of texas and you just really feel like you're hiking it's enough of a drive where you feel like you're getting out of town a little bit to me that just feels like a hike and so um that's my personal favorite outside of west cave yeah no that's cool man i um one one place i really like i feel like it's kind of a hidden gem and it's it's sort of one of those because like you were saying earlier there's so many kind of like hidden neighborhood spots that i feel like a lot of people don't like but i'll i'll put this one out there anyway or they're they're not aware of but i'll put this one out there anyway i really like great hills park a lot Mm -hmm. i i think it's like super under like utilized i mean you go out there sometimes and there's not a lot of people out there and it's really accessible to get to i mean it's like right off 183 but that's a gorgeous trail mm-hmm. and it's just right there in the middle of a neighborhood have you have you hiked that one before i so i haven't in a long time um probably, well not a long time probably like two years maybe it was before i started hike austin i was up there um and so it's been a while so i need to re- refresh you know refresh yeah. that one for sure but um yeah, that's a that's a good one. I have a I, that's one I should have on my upcoming list of hiking. It's it's been too long. Yeah, I went. Um, when did I go last? It, it prior to this last time I went, it had been a couple months or a couple years. Excuse me. I I used to live in that area, so I mm-hmm. I used to frequent that trail pretty often. But I just love how it's like it's it's like right in the middle of a neighborhood and you're right off 183 but there's parts of it where you just get on the trail which i think this is kind of a similar with a lot of trails in austin Mm -hmm. you just get to a certain part of it where you're just kind of down in like the ravine a little bit where the rocks are Mm -hmm. and you don't even feel like you feel like you're just on a far off place somewhere yeah that's like my favorite part of austin is like there's all these little like micro climates you can find yourself in it's just incredible it really is yeah Yeah. a lot of people just don't you know, a lot of these smaller places get kind of overshadowed, mm-hmm. you know, by like the Barton Creeks and the Bull Creeks. But yeah, man, I mean, and those, I mean, like we said, those are gorgeous trails. But I think if I had to choose, there's just something about those quiet, unassuming neighborhood trails. Some of them are just as gorgeous as those places are. For sure. I mean, my neighborhood, I live near Four Points, uh, like twenty two, twenty two, and 620. And my, yeah. and my neighborhood backs up to this huge track of land that Concordia owns. And so you go down to my neighborhood trails and I mean, it's like a legitimate state park trails and a forest with a Creek that's flowing through waterfall. I mean, it's just incredible. Um, and so there's a lot of places like that and great Hills is probably borderline this, but I purposely just don't post those on hike Austin. And so, I mean, as, yeah. as the page grew, I felt like my responsibility grew 
Um, because I was, I didn't think I was going to, I mean, my goal was like 10 K followers, you know, and since the day I started the account, I've had a hundred new followers on average this entire time. Yeah. I mean, literally within the first week, 700 followers. I mean, it was like from day one. So I knew I had a, I had a, a need there. Um, but once I was like 15, 20, 25, I was like, holy cow, this is crazy. And then it got where I'm having on every single post nowadays, it's, you know, one, two, three, four, five thousand people are saving the photo, sharing it with a friend. Um, some of the, the, the photos have a hundred thousand reach. I mean, I have over a million impressions, a million impressions in a week. And, and so I'm like, holy wow. cow. And I'll post a picture of a place. And then all of a sudden, like the next few days, I have like pictures coming and people going. And so I started to realize like, holy cow, like this account I started, you know, in my pajamas on the couch has this major influence over these places. And so I feel like it's kind of weird to say coming like, I feel like high costumes almost like gone mainstream with, and mm -hmm. I, and I'm just, I feel there's a responsibility with that. And so with that traffic, yeah. I try to put it to the state parks, the places I can handle the trash and the people. And so I almost yes. feel like I need to make like a, like an unofficial hike Austin wise, I can post like the, for the more serious people that want to know all these little places. And so that's something yeah. I might build in through the website or something. But um, I just feel like those places can get trampled if we're not careful um, or if the city doesn't, isn't ready to, and it, it just with, with people comes issues. And so um, absolutely, I purposely just don't talk about a lot of places. And so um, there's, there's a lot to still be found that you won't find on hike Austin. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree with you, man. I think it's important to preserve some of those smaller neighborhood trails. I think some of those residents, the last thing they want to deal with is coming outside their house and just seeing, you know, rows of cars all up and down the street. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of essentially what happened with, uh, you know, in Zil Zilker Hills over time with mm -hmm. some of those other back entrances into Barton Creek is it just got so inundated with cars, man. Like Hill of you know, Life. I I mean, it's terrible over there. Yeah. In Park Creek, yeah. Sorry, I I bet. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no, I bet it's, I don't think I've been to the Hill of Life part of the trail. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> this is, I probably should know this being from here. The Hill of Life part is on the other side of Mopac, correct? It's not on the, yes. the east side. So it's like, okay. it's like the furthest upstream you can get other than Lost Creek. So it goes Lost Creek entrance, and that's like the furthest you can go before it gets into like private property and ranches and whatnot. And then it goes to Hill of Life, and you get to that off of 360. I think it's like Camp something road, and you go down there, um, and you're just in a neighborhood. But somewhere around Twin Falls, Sculpture Falls, or just before, I could be wrong here, but I almost think the creek, like, goes back underground or fills back into the, into the aquifer because, like, right now, you can go to the Hill of Life, and those two waterfalls right there are flowing. I mean, there's crystal clear. It's like a freaking river coming through there. But you go to the Mopac side down there and it's bone dry. And so, I mean, eventually it'll dry up near the Hill of Life. But if you want like water more often than not, you can go there. Um, and so it's kind of interesting to me how it dries up as it goes further downstream. And so um, I'll get comments sometimes like I just posted a photo from the Hill of Life, this gorgeous waterfall. And people are like, lies, it's dry right now. And it's like, no, you just drove over Mopac and saw it was dry. And, you know, and I don't realize there's this whole other section that stays consistently full of water a lot more often. Um, yeah. And so I didn't realize that until I started doing Hike Austin. Um, but that, that's actually my favorite entrance. It's kind of a cluster with parking because there's not much. You're parking in people's front yards and whatnot. But um, it, to me, it's just a really gorgeous section of the Greenbelt.
Yeah, I, I do not think I've ventured over there before, man. I'll have to go over there sometime and check it out. I've always just kind of gone to the the other side over there, back off, you know, spyglass, if mm-hmm, you will, if mm-hmm. I'm if I'm describing it correctly. Yeah, we're like Taco uh, Deli and all that. And that and that's yeah, normally yeah, that's bone always dry. kind of the area. Say that again. That area is normally dry. Oh yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That was always kind of the general vicinity though of where i when i used to go down there i I haven't been in a long time probably three years if i had to guess Mm -hmm. but that was always kind of the general vicinity where i would enter into the trail for sure and that's always like the popular drink beer hang out climb up to the cave spot you know (laughs) yeah definitely man um so what what's what's kind of in the in the works going forward like with with hike austin is there anything kind of um you know in in the near future you have plans for the page or is it just going to kind of just keep growing it organically or is there anything kind of in the works yeah and so you know the the big goal is you know with the website i plan on taking all of the public information from travis county parks austin parks lcra parks um in Austin Park, maybe missing one. There's four jurisdictions for basically all the major parks, and I have approval from just about all of them to basically take their information, their trail maps, and put it on my website, linking back to them. So I want to really unify all of the hiking information within three hours drive time of Austin into one website, um, and build a lot of features where you can kind of filter in your searches and um, kind of just find everything. Um, and so eventually we'll get to that, you know, kind of in the, in the long term. Um, but yeah. in the short term, you know, I'm, I'm in the process of doing Hike Austin merchandise right now. It's like hats, T-shirts, you know, all the Hike Austin stuff. Um, that's kind of yeah, that's, that'd be awesome. that's kind of a given, you know. But I hired a graphic designer a while back and we redid the logo and kind of made it official. And so that's like, you know, the next 60 days we'll have merchandise. Um, yeah. And, and so that, that's the next one. We're starting to get approached quite often from businesses wanting to advertise on the page. And nine out of 10, I say no to, but we're trying to strategically partner with local brands, um, just things that make sense. And it's also just really beneficial to the user or the, the audience of Hike Austin. Um, and so I don't really want people to notice if we're doing an advertisement, but you know, I'm trying to work with brands to kind of get that going just so we can have some revenue coming in to help fund developing the website and kind of continuing to build the brand out. Um, yeah, absolutely. But there's, there's quite a few things I would like to get to um, with doing guided hikes. Um, I know some private landowners with some pretty incredible property. And so I'm working, uh, it's kind of complicated with some other businesses, but I'm, I'm trying to put together some deals um, to, to unlock some private land around Austin with, guided hiking experiences, camping experiences. Um, there's some Hamilton pool type situations on private property. Um, and I'm trying to work with these owners to allow some guided groups to come through their land. Um, and, mm. and so that, that, that's like a big, big, big interest of mine is kind of using the Hike Austin platform to unlock private land in this area. There's so much of the land in Texas is private. I mean, it's like over 95%. And it's, it yeah, can be hard, sure. and like the state parks, it can be hard to get a reservation on a weekend. And so I'm trying to unlock some more land, so to speak, um, using kind of the platform of Hike Austin. So there's kind of a few things, few irons in the fires on that. I'm just trying to, to put together some deals yeah. and open some doors with that. Um, but for now, it's really just letting the page do what it's doing. We continue it to grow. 
uh, you know, Instagram released guides. Um, so we're going to start developing some of those to just get some more content um, on the page. And something I don't like about the page is you can't really like filter the information. I mean, if you're, if you want to know a place to hike, you kind of are just stuck to scroll through the page, which is fine, right. but it's like, I'm, I want to organize some information where, where can I take my dog and go hike? What's free? Where do I not need reservations? You know, things like that. And so mm-hmm. um, I brought some folks on board to hike Austin. And so they're we're kind of working through those items right now. Um, but my, my full-time job building houses, we are so busy we just keep landing houses um, and my role keeps increasing. And so it's, um, it's been hard for me to find the time really to um, develop out the website, you know, things like that, you know, kind of make an excuse at the same time, but it's just, uh, I'm I'm kind of letting it do its thing, let it grow. And then um, when I feel I can kind of step off the gas building houses and step on the high cost and gas, I will. But in the meantime, we're going to work on some, strategic advertising and some some merchandise and i'd like i'd like to get some sort of guided hike photography type hikes um going in the near future but you know we'll just kind of see how it plays out yeah one of the things you mentioned though that that got me thinking for a second and it's so true man is you go on some of these state you know like these uh like state park websites or even like the texas wildlife uh website what's it called again i am oh, a blank right texas now. parks and wildlife texas parks and wildlife yeah. like you go on some of these websites man and there's so much information and there's so there's a lot of links mm-hmm. they really need to that's why i think that idea is brilliant is like if there was just a way to sort of like consolidate some of this information and maybe condense it a little bit more because let's say yeah it's like a saturday you want to go hike somewhere with your dog. You don't want to, you don't, you know, you want to go someplace that's free. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have to pay to get in. I, you just want to be able to filter that out and find it really quick. And there's not a platform that does that. So I think that's a brilliant idea, man. Thank you. Thank you. And so that's really the goal, you know, and it could potentially make sense for an app. And, but I really just want, yeah. want to have a database of the information and then have the ability to, to apply filters, which is exactly what you're saying. And so, um, that's the goal. Um, and the, the parks and the city and everyone's like, hell yeah, go do it. You know what I mean? I'm like, Oh, cool. And now to find the time, that's a lot of work. And so, um, yeah, I, I, that's why I'm bringing some folks on to, to kind of facilitate that. Um, but yeah, definitely. That's, that's where I really want to, where, where I want to go with it. And I want it all to be free. You know, if I'm able to sell merch and do some other things, make some money cool. But at the end of the day, you know, it started as a free resource and a community page, for people to to go out and explore and enjoy and explore the outdoors, and so that will always be the priority. Um, and then on the back end, I'm trying to turn it into a legitimate business. Um, but you know, like I say, day at a time. Yeah, yeah, right on, man. Well, Matthew, I've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation, but it uh, means a lot here at the Trapped in Austin family. But um, yeah, let everybody know where they can find you, like your socials. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, Hike Austin is pretty obvious at Hike Austin. Yeah, you know, website's coming. Just right now, it's the Instagram account. Um, eventually, we'll expand to the other social medias. But for now, we're, we're on Instagram. And then me personally, if you want to follow along, it's my last name at Guthrie, G-U-T-H-R-I-E underscore M-W. Um, and then if you want to give West Cave a follow, I have to sneak that in there. It's uh, at West Cave. And they're um, a, a pretty tremendous organization. So I've had anybody go to their website and um there's a lot of layers to that to that onion at west cave and so if you uh, enjoy the outdoors yeah. or conservation and 
are interested in that, just take a take a scroll through the website and um, you know check them out too. Cool, man. Well, yeah, I definitely appreciate. Trapped in Austin podcast.